Welcome back, everyone, to episode 40 of Scratch Track. Mm. I, think, I think I just peaked a little bit on there, but that's okay. Well, I think uh, we're peaking now, too. Like, Oh, no. It's all down. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it hasn't been downhill since episode one? No, this is where we reach the top of the hill. It's, okay. Right? After 40 is when you're over the hill? Is that a saying for people's age? Well, over the hill is a saying, but I, don't, I guess I don't know exactly where the hill is. I thought over the hill was like you're dead. Or like no, not yet. <laughs> You're just past the best parts of your life. <laughs> okay, <laughs> well we're part. We're, we're past the best parts of this podcast. Maybe as always, I'm Darren Lammers and I'm Kyle Dykema. Okay, uh, and, and with us today is no guest. Hmm. You get us for the forty. That's why no I told downhill. To tu- no one wanted to touch this one. <laughs> They're like, we no. Tried to get people to come, and they were like, forty. No, that's over the hill. I'm not coming for that. Yeah, they said, lordy, lordy, <laughs> look who's 40. <laughs> uh, Kyle and I were talking about turning 30 in the next couple of months. Uh, what, what, when, we, when we turn 40, you think we'll say, yep, I'm over the hill. It's all downhill from here. Yeah, although, so when they talk about um, the life, the average lifespan yeah. of human beings like increasing, they they're like scientists who say the, per, the the person who will break the record for like the longest life lived is alive right now. Yeah, because of because of like medical technology and like other like advancements in science, the assumption is that like the lifespan of humanity will continue to increase. Yeah. Um and so I'm like, well, I don't know. What when is my halfway point? I don't know, man. I I feel like those like, fa- could be 60. <laughs> I feel like those those stats are like, I don't know, th- th- those those that type of thinking is like why we thought we would have flying cars by now, and we don't. That's fair. I, I, yeah. it, when scientists are like, <clears throat> the oldest living person is living right now, and it like is meant mm-hmm. to bust your brain and be like, science rules. That's when I'm kind of like, <laughs> nah, I don't. It's Bill Nye the science. Yeah, guy. like he's the. I one. don't like the. I don't like that line of thinking. I'm like, and let's be let's be honest. It, if that's true, it, it's going to be someone who's incredibly wealthy. Yes. And and is just going to like spend all of their wealth on sustaining their life yeah. in every possible way. Mm, that I mean, it's probably Jeff Jeff Bezos. <laughs> <laughs> he's a, he's a Bezos man. Jeff Bezbo. <laughs> um, Kyle, we were, we were talking about before the podcast. We were talking about uh, songs on movie soundtracks that were like made for. <laughs> yeah. Uh, made for the movie, or like it was a throwaway song. Can you? Can you? Yes. Can you think of songs that uh, I, I have two in mind? Songs uh-huh. that were very famous that were made specifically for a movie or were part of a movie soundtrack. Not like yes, not like uh, the, the, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a song. I not like All Star where it was just in a Shrek movie, right? And like <laughs> it was in a Shrek and like became synonymous with it. But more like it was made specifically for the movie soundtrack and then became mm-hmm. one of their biggest songs well like what do you define as like made for the soundtrack because one of the things that we were talking about was that especially in the 90s this is not really a phenomenon anymore because of like streaming but like movie soundtracks were kind of just like compilations of like 
a bunch of random throwaway songs from a bunch of artists that didn't necessarily have anything to do with the movie. Yeah. I, um, I yeah, I I guess I do mean cuz cuz two of two of them that I'm thinking <laughs> one is uh uh, is it kissed by a rose or kissed on a rose? <laughs> I think it's kissed from a rose. It's okay, neither kissed, of those first two. All right. Well, kissed from a rose like, was made yeah. for the Batman Forever soundtrack. Right. That's right. And the music video, I think, for that song features like Batman. Yes. I watched it last week. Okay. The movie or the, just the music video? <laughs> the music video. Okay. And it is it is wild yeah. because it, it is it is seal on like a like a like a top of a tower with the Batman signal behind him, right? And then it's clips from the movie, yes, yeah, interspersed, mm-hmm. and it's and what really does that weird. song have to do with Batman? I don't know. Does he name I, check I, Batman at all? <laughs> it's like like a Is bat talk- in the night, like a kiss well, from a rose. <laughs> I was thinking, why was this made for Batman Forever when this should have been made for the movie that had Poison Ivy? And that's not that one. I have not seen. No. I don't think I've seen Batman Forever. Batman Forever has is that the Riddler. Uh, yes, it's Jim Carrey as the Riddler, yeah. and it has uh, Tommy Lee Jones as Two Face. Mm. And apparently, they absolutely hated each other. Mm. Uh, yeah, those are like um, opposite energies. Tommy Lee Jones yeah. and Jim Carrey, like yeah, they're on the spectrum of like like energy <laughs> level. I feel like they're on yeah. opposite ends. Yeah, it's it's definitely like a zero to a ten as far as energy levels. Uh, but <laughs> Tommy like, Lee Jones does have a crazy like he is doing like a crazy side mm, thing. Right. Like he like he is. There's specifically a line that I remember where he's just like, uh, uh, oh, what is it? It's something like ambush under the big top, and he like really <laughs> he like looks to the camera and he really sells mm-hmm. it. And it's just like man, this movie's. Wild. Maybe he hated Jim Carrey because, like, he's like, you're everything I wish I could be. Yeah. <laughs> oh, maybe Tommy Lee Jones was trying to go for the, like, the high-energy character. Like, that was where he thought his career was going, mm-hmm. and then he met Jim Carrey, and it kind of, you know, broke his delusions of grandeur, and right. that's when yes. he started to go, like, full grump. <laughs> oh, that was where he turned. Yeah, he's like, no, I can't, that I was, can't that go was full his energy. Hill. That was the peak. yes. That, then after that, he was over the hill. <laughs> <laughs> Batman Forever is the turning forty of Batman movies. <laughs> I guess it's a known fact. Um, um, yeah, I mean it's it's uh, so yeah. There was there was there was kissed from a rose, mm-hmm. um, and then I'm also thinking of uh, oh, it's the Spider Man Two closing song. Is it? It's the dashboard the- confessional song. That was written for that movie? Yes. It's only found on that soundtrack. Oh, interesting. And, and I guess that's kind of what I mean is like songs that are only found on the movie soundtrack. Um, well, this is interesting because it relates to a prior episode of ours. But um, okay. a couple episodes ago, our friend Micah Taylor was talking about the song Who Let the Dogs Out. Yes. And I, after that episode, I, I looked that song up on Wikipedia and learned that it actually originates. I'm not saying it was written for, but it originates on the Rugrats movie soundtrack. That, wow. Yeah, that's right. That just blows, that <laughs> blew my mind. Yeah. So that is the source of that song. Yeah. I can like picture that in the movie for some reason. I haven't uh-huh. seen that movie in decades, really. I think I saw that movie in the theaters. Yeah, I, man, I. <laughs> do you think they're proud of that? They think 
You think they're proud Lot. that it's made for the Rugrats movie? <laughs> Do you think they're proud of the song in general? I Hey, I think that band is probably still touring, and they absolutely play that song. Like touring county fairs? Yes. Like, they have become... That is, that is what happens when you have a one hit, is you... You really just milk that song for all it's got. Or do you tour um uh like like pet stores? <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I th- <laughs> that seems kind of cruel to the animals, but I would love it if that was Baja Men, right? Mm-hmm. If they just toured mm-hmm. all the Petcos in the nation and played that one yeah. song and then, you know, took their money money and ran. You really don't hear it that much anymore though. Uh I have to that's, say. Yeah. I used to hear it in it like used the grocery to be in store. like every well, it used to be in like every movie trailer. Yes, especially if it was a trailer about dogs. Yes, for sure. I mean, had to had to be in there then. If if uh, oh boy, what was that Pets movie that that animated Pets movie that came out? Oh yeah, yeah. I think it's just called. Well, no, it's not just called Pets. It's like Secret Pets, the Secret the Life secret, of Pets, or something yes, like that. Yes. Yeah, the Secret Pets, <laughs> the Secret Pets. Uh, if that, I mean, if that song isn't in that trailer, they really missed an opportunity. And maybe or that's what Baha yeah, Men are cashing movie, in yeah. on is like. Any, any, oh yeah, all the royalties. Yes, any movie that has dogs in it, there's a very good chance that their song will be used. Mm-hmm. So hey, you know what? They're uh, they're living their best life. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that was one for me for that I thought of. Okay, for the movie, I think. Well, we were talking about beforehand. There are uh, there were there was like a song specifically from the second Pokemon movie soundtrack that I was remembering. Yes, where like uh, it's like all about how. Uh, parents like won't let their kids play Pokemon or something, and that the parents are annoying. <laughs> and it's like it's like a no doubt like rip off or like it sounds like. Is it really? Well, I don't know what it is exactly. No, but, but is it like, is it like that? Punk? It just, that's what it sounds like, like that kind of like sound. Oh, okay. As like a pop song. Interesting. I might have to look this up afterwards. But um, also though notable on that soundtrack, which is absolutely written for it. And is it is uh, uh, a special uh, uh, track in this artist's discography? Is a a Weird Al song where he uh, rap, uh, does like a poker rap. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> Which is not on any of his albums. It's only for that uh, <laughs> that soundtrack. I think. But our... I feel like they knew their audience so well because that was like yep. like the perfect intersection of like yep. like. I listen to Weird Al yep. and I love Pokemon and this is like a CD that has Weird Al with Pokemon songs. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like he just put out Running with Scissors and then mm-hmm. he was on the Pokemon 2000 soundtrack. Yeah. Or the po- what a year. <laughs> yeah. Or the Pokemon what a time movie for soundtrack. Weird Al. I, yes. I remember that coming on the radio sometimes and my brother and I was always would always turn it off. <laughs> it played on the radio? On Radio Disney. Oh, on Radio Disney, I was just like picturing like, like the eighties, nineties, and today. And here's yep. the poker rap by Weird Al. <laughs> <laughs> no, it would be like it would be like Eiffel sixty five's Blue, and then mm. yeah, maybe like a No Doubt song or something like that. And then it would be the poker rap. Wait, was Radio Disney its own station? Yeah, that you just tuned into like on an FM radio. Yeah, it wasn't like a like part of another channel where it'd be like all right for the next three hours it's radio disney it was its own channel huh at least and they played like all of like the disney channel stars songs or whatever <laughs> all the stars no they, they played <laughs> they played like they played like pop songs like it, it really was like the i don't know hit 100 or like top it, it, was, it was like the the but just like the the kid-friendly ones yes it was like songs design it was like 
pop songs that happen to be, I don't know, <laughs> designed for kids. I don't know if any uh, pop song is yeah. designed that way. But it, it, but like, but like, uh, uh, who let the dogs out was definitely on there. Sure. Um, uh, maybe like Hanson is on there. Yeah. Um, or like. Uh, what else? Oh like maybe it, like would like Backstreet Boys or NSYNC be on? Absolutely. There oh yeah, okay. all of the Britney the, Spears or is that too sexy? No, Britney was on there. <laughs> um, too uh, sexy. Christi- for Disney. Christina Aguilera was on there. It, yeah, it was just a weird. But like, what wasn't on there? Like Nirvana. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't think I don't think like I'm Metallica. Sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm like I'm like it wasn't like new metal. It wasn't like it wasn't a lot of rap. If it was, it was like very very clean and family oh wait friendly. was was Mambo number no. five on there? Mambo number no. five was absolutely <laughs> on there. It is my Smash least Mouth, favorite song. Smash Mouth too. is on there. I feel like the late '90s in particular were like a really like big time for songs that were really popular that could also be kids songs. Yeah, I well doesn't that seem like that's not really the case anymore well there definitely was like that shift in the 90s where like family friendly became like that was like a huge buzz buzzword yeah but i'm not even like some of those songs like they're not even like trying to be necessarily family friendly they just like by by the fact that they're just like kind of silly and weird they just become like (laughs) kids songs you know what i mean like like i'm blue like i wouldn't think of that song as like Oh, this this is like a family friendly song, but there's also nothing yeah. like bad about it. It's just like a weird song. <laughs> I I think it, it was all those songs that event, eventually ended up on like a kids bop album. Yeah, right. And like that, it, maybe that was like the impetus for kids bop was like, oh, these songs are very mm-hmm. kid friendly. Let's just put them on a compilation together. Right. I feel like the the closest like modern equivalent I can think of is uh, Old Town Road. Didn't like kids love that song. I mean, absolutely, they did. I think so. Yeah. I mean, it's it, it that speaking of a song that was everywhere. Speaking yeah. Of a song that like should have been in a movie trailer, but I don't think really was. <laughs> well, they don't really make big westerns anymore, so. That's I'm really waiting. <laughs> I'm really waiting for the uh, the like dark cover of that song in a movie trailer oh, somewhere. No. And <laughs> oh no. <laughs> it's gonna happen eventually. Um, when they remake Shane. <laughs> <laughs> I'ma take my horse to the old town road. <laughs> and it's like fading up on like a sunset. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, the remake of Shane is really funny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but it's like it absolutely could happen. But like, why? Why? <laughs> yeah, I don't. Like I said, like I don't think anyone really cares about westerns anymore. Unfortunately, no. Yeah, like, well. what's the last big western that got made? Cowboys uh, and Aliens. <laughs> oh man, I have not thought about that movie in a hot second. No, there was like there was like True Grit, and there was uh, um, I think that was before that. Uh, there was, I mean, they did that Magnificent Seven remake. Mm. I don't know how well that did. Was um, that was Chris Pratt in that? Chris Pratt wasn't. <laughs> That's everyone's favorite, Chris. Oh yeah, Mario himself. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> no, what? A, what? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just thinking of that cast. All of a sudden, it's really funny. I don't uh, think we've talked. To, we haven't talked about it yet. Kyle, lead the charge. Uh, who, who is the, who is the Mario movie cast? Okay. And these well, are just, I'm just voices, going off, right? I'm just going off my memory. Yeah. This is, it's an animated movie. Okay. Uh, the yeah, Chris Pratt is playing Mario, which mm-hmm. I still cannot tell 
what direction that's going to take. Like, no. is he going to do a Mario voice? Yeah. Is he? And if he does, how is it not going to just sound like a joke? <laughs> how is he going to say? Because there's only one guy who can do the Mario voice, and it's the guy who voices Mario. Yeah. If anybody else tries to do it, you sound like you're doing a parody. Yeah. I, can he like? <laughs> it almost sounds like racist if Chris Pratt tries to say it's a me Mario. <laughs> like, yeah. it kinda, <laughs> it's kind of problematic already. <laughs> I guess, yeah. But like he uh like if he just does his normal voice he'll just sound like a guy like just a basic white guy which i guess i don't know you don't really want that for your mario movie either yeah it's also i feel like he can't win it's also like chris pratt has that like doofus voice and like Mm -hmm. mario isn't really a doofus i mean he's kind of a i mean he kind of suffers from like the superman leonardo like like when you when you are you're just kind of a husk of a of a of a right. mascot, I guess. I'm, I'm trying to find the right word. But like you Well, that is yeah, that's the problem with like all video game movies is like most video game main characters are not super well defined no. because they're they're just like ciphers for the yeah. for the player. But like what like when they announced the uh who's Luigi? Is that Charlie Day? Yes, that's right. Yeah. I was like that is spot on. That's uh-huh. But like Luigi somehow has more of a personality than Mario, right? Well, it's, it's yeah, it's the main, it's the main character video game main character syndrome. Yes, like the same thing is true of like Link and Zelda. Like, if people always talk about like if they ever made like a Zelda movie, like yeah, how would you even have Link talk because he doesn't talk in the game? Yeah, he has no, he has no personality. He's just Link. Yeah, know? and like unfortunately, it feels like Mario has to be like the straight man compared to all these other characters. So right, right. Yeah, I don't know how you do that. Yeah, why didn't they make um, like I do. Why didn't they make? I do kind of like. Oh, go ahead. Why didn't they make like Tom Hanks Mario? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's Woody. That would be confusing. No, but like that—that's the thing, though. Is like Woody is the perfect straight man. He's like able to be silly, but he's also he is the more straight-laced character. Mm. Interesting. And then Tim Allen is Luigi. <laughs> Tim Allen is more like <laughs> just a... do all of the uh, all of the <laughs> Toy Story cast. Yeah, Tim Allen is more like the. He's more like the Cranky Kong or like the, mm. <laughs> I can't think of a good, I couldn't cast Tim <laughs> Allen in a Mario movie. Um, I, I do kind of like Jack Black as Bowser. I think that's kind of fun. Is that? Yeah, yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. That's. But Bowser just goes, Rah! Yeah. And that's well, it. Now he's going to be Jack Black. <laughs> Why wasn't it someone with like a scary voice? I mean, I feel like Jack Black just has like the, uh. I mean, Bowser's not scary. Yeah, okay. Jack Black should have been Mario. Yeah, maybe. That, to me, is a much better casting of Mario than (laughs) uh, Husk of a Man, Chris Pratt. Mm. But you know what? That's my my opinion. Yeah. Well, Mm. I guess the, the, the other thing is they are including the guy that plays Mario. He's in the movie. Oh, He's just not voicing the character that made him famous great i guess i think i think they're i think they're doing it out of respect where they're like (laughs) we understand that you are like the voice of this franchise but also if we put your name at the top of the poster people would be like who the hell is that yeah so we don't want to exclude you and we want to pay you and we're going to put you in the movie but you're not going to play mario and you're not he does like all the voices he does like mario luigi and wario and everybody like I know the they. I mean, 
honestly, they should have just hired him. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why they were like, we need to get a famous voice. I don't know. That just seems to be the problem. I mean, it's, yeah, it's just classic animated movie shenanigans, yeah. really. The only way we're going to get people to see this is if we have some crazy kooky cast. Well, and also to tie it into our, our prior discussions on this show, it is being made by the people who make the Minions movies. Oh, no. So maybe the, maybe there'll be a Minion cameo. Oh, no. Mario meets the Minions. Oh, no. <laughs> I hate it. I don't want to think about it. Uh, Mario jumping on minions' heads and crushing them. Well, that's that's a little bit better, but uh, I don't want I don't want Mario to be next to someone who says banana, who <laughs> isn't is, Donkey Kong. Not, <laughs> you beat me to it. I was like, well, he's always next to Donkey Kong. Who's playing yeah. Donkey Kong again? That's Seth Rogen, which Seth I guess Rogen, that's works. Right. That's fine. Donkey Kong's another character that I don't think has ever spoken though. Yeah, he just like grunts. Yeah, I don't think he's well, ever, he. Well, you're actually he was he did have a TV show. Yep, that you know where I was going. Uh, what was that called? <laughs> it was like the Donkey Kong Country show or something. Oh, okay. It was like really, uh, really bad, like early, yeah, like computer animation. If if the DK rap is not in there, it's not in this movie. I will throw a fit. They should do get Weird Al to do the DK rap for the soundtrack. <laughs> Uh, that actually want, that would make my day. You know yeah. what? If Weird Al came in and did a DK rap as like a polka song, <laughs> Weird Al needs to be on more soundtracks. He I just think, like yeah, he should do a polka song for like every movie. Yes, just like the I, Weird Al version. I mean, he could probably pull it off. He could probably do a very convincing like Titanic polka or something like that, or <laughs> like an Avatar two polka. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I'm going with James Cameron movies, but hey, you know. Avatar 2 Polka. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the title of this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, no. Um, uh, he did do a, uh, a Hamilton Polka. Oh, did he? Uh, yeah. That's disappointing. I don't know why. Like all the, all the Hamilton songs. Remember Hamilton? Polka. Remember how, remember oh, how yeah. big that was? I do. Still big, I guess. Yeah. <sighs> Do you think there's a point where someone becomes so famous that they just become annoying? Like, like I feel like if you don't play your cards right, yes. Like Chris but, Pratt and like Lin Manuel Miranda, or you know the way people hate. Uh, um, oh no, oh, the Princess Diaries gal, um, <laughs> Julie Andrews. <laughs> Everybody hates her. Voicing Mario is Julie Andrews. <laughs> No, you no, ruined you meant, my childhood. You meant uh, Anne Hathaway. Yes, like I feel. I feel like there's this point where people, you you're you're almost in so much and you're so famous that people just start to dog on you a little bit. Yes, that's probably inevitable. Yeah, and also like t- I probably the sign of a healthy society. <laughs> uh, it's like. like like you gotta you gotta give the people who have everything a little bit of shit. <laughs> That's true. I feel like it's like a That's song I, that you hear too often, where you're just kind of like, "Ugh, this again!" Like that happens with people. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's probably true. But then they go away, and then everyone's like, "Hey, what happened to them?" And then they have like a comeback movie. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's a, really happy for them again. I mean, hey, I will say that like when a celebrity is like, "I'm gonna take a break from this for a little while," I'm kind of like, "Hey, I respect that." Yeah. Do like, you know who did that recently? Or like someone who came to mind when you just said that. It's uh, Jennifer Lawrence. 
She just kind of disappeared for a while. Yeah. I think she was kind of having that too, where it was like she was kind of in everything. She was kind of that it girl and was kind of being, kind of getting really annoying for it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she like went away for a little while. And that's. She is going to be in another movie soon. I, I saw her. She's in the next Adam McKay movie. Oh, that's right. But it's been like at least a few years. Yeah. But I think that's healthy. Like, just like, all right, I'm going to take a break for a little while. I'm going to reassess what I. Mm-hmm. why I do this and, and come back somehow. It's fine. What do you think she was doing in the meantime? Uh, tennis. Just tennis? Tennis. <laughs> Every day. Uh, She's I think, training to be a tennis pro. I mean, she was doing what we were all doing during the quarantine. She was making bread. She was, mm. you know... Um, watching Tiger King. Watching Tiger King. <laughs> I did neither of those things during the pandemic. I did not watch Tiger King, and I did not make any bread. I made bread, and... I never watched Tiger King and I'm kind of I'm kind of thankful for that. Like I feel I feel fine without knowing mm-hmm. that. And yeah. uh, I'm trying to think what else that people did during the pandemic. Yeah, that everyone like picked up for some reason. A lot of people did like puzzles. Yeah. I didn't do any puzzles. Well, I mean I was puzzling over my life. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> um so speaking of covid i'm i may have seen a spoiler for the new james bond movie which i have not seen yet mm. which i think the villain creates covid wait for real i think but I that s- movie was gonna come out before covid existed i think i saw that somewhere that he like and maybe it was just a uh, a person trying to play a prank on me but I, I am very curious now if that's a part of it and i feel like we will see that in a lot of movies is like someone creating like a viral disease or like they're gonna say like I'm creating this disease. It's 20 times more deadly than COVID. It's going to be this like, mm. this like, I don't know. Cause I feel like nine 11 became like that. Like it became this like plot point for movies. Like I'm going to do something that's 20 times worse than nine 11. <laughs> no, like more like threat, <laughs> more like, uh, like specifically for like CIA movie, like spy movies. It was like, yes, yeah. ever since nine 11, the 24. U- yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like 24 had the same thing where it was just like, this, this all stop about stopping terrorists and stuff. Yes. So I feel yeah. like COVID is going to be this huge, like, or like you know, misinformation is going to be a big like thing we'll see in like mo- movies and media. The Mario movie is about how Waluigi <laughs> created COVID. Yeah. <laughs> and the cure is the mushrooms. Yeah. yeah. Or something. Yeah. Let's email Chris Pratt our ideas because <laughs> he's obviously writing yeah. the movie. Let's email Chris Pratt. I mean, we should probably just do that anyway. Chris Pratt at gmail.com. <laughs> Whoever how has many, that. How many, so if you were just guessing celebrity email addresses, how many do you think you could actually get? Like without, you guess we'll never know for sure. But like how many of them do you think are just the as obvious as they possibly could be? I think, I think more than you think, but I bet you it's, mm, like I bet it gets rerouted to some agency or that like scans everything or yeah scans everything or it goes to their like their like uh second second in command what <laughs> assistant that's what <laughs> that's what celebrities have <laughs> it's chris pratt's second in command <laughs> chris pratt jr yeah uh, no relation no not his son or anything just a guy <laughs> just his that's assistant de- designated it's like a title Aww. you are designated as chris pratt jr that's like how elon musk's uh cfo is called the master of coin or whatever like it's one of those stupid Wait, titles really? yeah and like oh. yeah just more disappointing celebrity Wait, what's news. elon musk's title i don't Does know he have like his own yes it's something equally cringy and stupid um mm. 
Yeah. He, I heard now that he's moving to to Austin. He or is. No, Tesla, Tesla's moving to Austin. Tesla is moving here, and supposedly he is too. But will we ever see him? I don't know. But no, I mean, I don't think he's just going to be walking down the street just the other day. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be in Trader Joe's with Grimes looking at vegetables or anything like that. Well, but. no, they broke up. <gasps> they did. Oh, yeah. thank goodness. You didn't hear about that? Well, no, but I'm hearing about it now. You're not keeping up on the Grimes, <laughs> Elon Musk news? No, man. They're they're speaking of celebrities that just people eventually hated and dog on. Like, I felt like their relationship was just so exhausting to begin with that I was like, I can't right now. Mm-hmm. I got, I don't have enough headspace mm-hmm. in in here for that. But yeah, I think Grimes should take a break and then come back on an Adam McKay movie. You know, she should just do do what everyone does. <laughs> I think Grimes should play Koopa Troopa. (laughs) (laughs) Or actually, no, Grimes should play Toadette. Yeah, so I was going to say, Toadette is definitely up her alley. Or Birdo. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Wait, is Yoshi? Did they say anyone was playing Yoshi? Oh, I don't know. All right, breaking convention to look this up. But I think, I mean, you can't give Yoshi a voice. He's just got the Yoshi voice. (laughs) If if Yoshi just started to talk. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's James Earl Jones. <laughs> okay, so I'm 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 now looking at the full cast of the okay. Mario movie. Um, yes, Anya Taylor Joy is Peach. Uh, <laughs> uh, and Zadea is Michi. And Zadea is Michi. <laughs> um, yeah, the the Queen's Gambit herself is uh, Peach. Is princess now. The princess's gambit. All right. So, oh, and then Keegan Michael Key is Toad. <laughs> yeah, that's another weird one. Because like yeah. Toad's voice is like hello, <laughs> <laughs> but like it's it's gonna be weird for Toad to have like b- like a black voice. Like it's gonna be weird. <laughs> I mean, I'm not unopposed Hashtag to it. It's not just, my Toad. <laughs> it's just no. It's just one of those things. Like if he's gonna be like, "What you talk about, Mario?" Like it's like, why? Yeah. Why do we need to do that? That does seem very cringy to think. about. Yeah, but unfortunately, the Mario universe I don't think has any black characters. So no, they should uh, probably work on that. Um. Okay. Oh, Fred Armisen is Cranky Kong. <laughs> so that's fun. Why is Cranky Kong getting like announced? Like I don't know. Like of all the people, like. Is he a big part of this story? <laughs> like, or is he just like know. a one-off? Jo- like, I can't imagine like how what role Cranky Kong has to play. Yeah, and they don't this even. There's, so there's no Wario. There's no Waluigi. Yeah. But anyways, um, hey Kyle, hmm. should we go to a break and then come back? Oh, oh, okay. And I uh, never thought about this. <laughs> should we go to a break and this is a novel come back idea. and? And uh, and and continue our over the our our journey over the hill. Yes, and through the woods to death we approach. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we'll be right back. And we're back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Confirm. That's like how, that's like Kyle votes. Just mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. What if you had to vote verbally, like in elections? <laughs> You had to walk into a booth and like tell somebody who you're yeah. voting for. I mean, I don't know. That's what they did was... before they invented paper. <laughs> no, yeah. Don't raise your hand. Don't don't like give us a signal. Just go. Mm-hmm. This guy. Yeah. That's what I want. Do you want this 
Or do you want this? <laughs> this is the guy holding two things. I was trying to think if that would even be possible, and it was like if you, if it would be more secure or what have you. Mm. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a. I'm not a, an electric truther. Um, but I was wondering if like, oh, if there was like a verbal component, so you couldn't like vote twice, or you couldn't. Yeah. What am I trying to say? <laughs> I don't know. I I, I don't know uh, how you would vote twice in the first place. That's the whole thing. I don't know either. But I suppose you could like walk in, vote, and then walk out, and then walk back in with a fake mustache. Ah, the classic. Yeah. Or, or like. Yeah. Wearing a trench coat. Up. Yep. Uh, that's You knew exactly where I was going. <laughs> Just have a guy in the trench coat for some no reason. <laughs> but then he also votes. Oh, that's how you could do it. You could be two guys in a, one trench coat, walk in as one guy, but then get two votes. Oh. For the one guy. Maybe that's what they did when Trump uh, lost. <laughs> All of these people were coming in in trench coats. No one thought anything of it. Yeah. And you know what? They're like, I guess they this gone? is the new in fashion. <laughs> Tall trench coats. Man, I wonder if trench coats would ever come back. That's one of those things whenever you watch like a dystopian movie or like one of those like like retro futuristic things everyone's wearing trench coats because mm. you know i guess everyone did at one point well, it's a lot rainier there in the future yeah it's it definitely has that blade runner look of like all right we're all wearing trench coats this is just an agreed upon thing yeah did you was there anybody in your school that wore a trench coat uh no thank goodness uh i think if you wore a trench coat in colorado's high schools you they, you know i probably i just thought that after i said it <laughs> but the, i was what i was thinking of was like the movie say anything with john cusack like he he's he's like a weird oh, high yeah. school kid and he wears like a trench coat yeah um, and like in the breakfast club too doesn't oh, yeah. bender or what bender what is his name yeah i think it's is it bender yeah i think so the the bully doesn't he wear like a trench coat thing or like just a big old like yeah something like, like winter that. coat yeah yeah um no nothing like that my high school I'm trying to think did you have any um kids who carried a briefcase or a suitcase or anything like that? no thank goodness I yeah like you, but now they, now that. everyone's got those now everyone's got those clear backpacks you know what I'm saying mm. they got those backpacks you can't hide a gun inside of right well they're sure kind of like like the video game controllers where you could see all of like the the uh, uh oh my goodness yeah like the wires and stuff underneath yes i definitely had i mean to bring it all back to a nintendo i had the game boy with like the clear plastic where you could see it was like the clear purple plastic yes mm-hmm. the, the game boy color that you could see all the parts and i was like oh it's so techie yeah but they should bring those back like i want yeah that was a fun style they should make like 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 consoles like that like a pl- you buy a playstation 5 and you can just see inside that it. would be sweet <laughs> and it's just I like f- a glowing orb in the center that's like powering it <laughs> <laughs> i feel like they do i feel like where i see that the most is like people that build their own pcs and they'll they'll mm. have like a wi- like a window into their into their pc so you can like see all the parts work they should do it with cars like make a car that you could just <laughs> see the engine I mean, that would be pretty cool. <laughs> is that, I won't is that lie. a safety hazard in some way? Like, I mean, you'd ha- it'd have to be made of mostly like a plastic. Or driving like a, at night like, or something, maybe it's dangerous. <laughs> they can't see the car entirely. Yeah, it just looks like a guy like floating down the street, like like he's like Wonder <laughs> Woman's invisible jet or whatever. Why did she have an invisible jet? That's what I want to know. She's yeah. an Amazonian. And why didn't it make her invisible? 
Well, I don't think it did. That's what I mean. Oh, yeah. Like, that seems like a big flaw. <laughs> Isn't that what they were parodying in SpongeBob with, like, the Invisible Boat Mobile? Is like... Yeah, yeah. And how they could never find it. you just it. see her, like, sitting in yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, sure. It, 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 I, I'm sure back in the day, back when everyone was wearing trench coats, that felt very spacey and high-tech, you know? Mm. Is... You know, in Harry Potter, he has the invisibility cloak? Yes. They should get invisibility trench coats. Those are, like, the, <laughs> like, muggle version. <laughs> it's like a trench coat you turn inside out and it's invisible no one wears cloaks but that's true you could wear a trench coat yeah oh man i wish someone in my high school had worn a cloak that would have been awesome <laughs> that would have been the time though peak harry potter uh fandom yes that is definitely People... that is definitely another thing that i feel like has gone away is like harry potter <laughs> no no i i feel like i feel like people in their I feel like people who are in their 20s now don't really have like the, the like I've seen it where I think we've talked about this before, but like Gen Z has made fun of millennials for like caring how like what Harry Potter house they're in and all mm, that stuff. Yeah. And how we're like obsessed with like that type of stuff. Isn't Gen Z's the Marvel's movies, though, in a way? I guess so. Like that's Mar- their big franchise. Yeah. What Marvel house are you a part of? <laughs> you put Marvel house. Yeah. What uh, what minion are you? Mm, I don't yeah. know. I don't know the new like, like. I feel like it's like all like YouTube stars now are just like. That's <laughs> what that's, YouTube are you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like that's 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 all their stuff. That's what all their whole world revolves around. They don't. Uh, they don't take quizzes on BuzzFeed. <laughs> no, Gen it's Z. no. I I I feel like the Harry Potter like what house are you in? That definitely is something. Where, like I don't. I don't see too many like like. Oh, Deathly Hallows tattoos on someone in their twenties or something like that. Mm, mm. But I don't know. I could be wrong. Maybe maybe there will be nostalgia for Harry Potter someday that that'll really come back. I, it's like it's like how all well, of a sudden everyone like had a f- had big nostalgia for The Office, you know? Yeah, and everyone had like Office tattoos. Yeah, yeah. Everyone had the what would be the <laughs> what would be the main like tattoo you would get? Stapler Just the, that... in the pudding or whatever. <laughs> That'd be so. Uh, gosh, I don't know. I feel like I, or like. Shroots beats like a like a. I was thinking they would just get like the title screen of like the guy standing like with the briefcase. Yeah, yeah. I that that's that's definitely up there. I feel like the. uh, I think I've seen this tattoo. It's like the, it's it's the meme of Michael Scott in the like the purple bandana like mean mug in the camera. Yeah, like I feel like that's (laughs) you get a tattoo of prison Mike, but. I don't know. Speak of Harry Potter, he didn't like the Dementors. Oh, I thought Prison Mike was in Harry Potter. <laughs> I wanted to find out what house Prison, Prison Mike crossover. <laughs> I've actually like been the- watching through the Harry Potter movies again. You have? Yeah, I've watched one through four at this point. Okay. Um, it's a very interesting because I hadn't. I realized I haven't seen any of them since the movies ended. Basically, yeah. like I. Once that happened, I like stopped thinking about Harry Potter, like yeah, almost in- entirely. Like yeah. I never saw any of those new ones that they put out. No, and I don't either. really have any interest in seeing them either. Yeah. Um, so it's very interesting to rewatch them though, because uh, I've realized how much of them I know, like almost by heart. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, which is yeah. a, a surreal experience, and I I'm I'm realizing how important they actually were to my childhood. Because really? 
I just like hadn't thought about that in a long time. Yeah. It but definitely in, was really... in some ways, like the, I was like more into Harry Potter than I was into like Star Wars or something. Yeah, there, that definitely was. That definitely was the case for a couple of years. Like even though like the prequels had come out, it was like for some, like Harry Potter was a movie like every year, every two years. So mm-hmm. it was just like it. It really did feel like the Marvel movies, where it was like, oh, there's just there's like one or two every year. Yeah. So it's, it's almost like you don't get a chance to forget about it. But then once they're done, it's sort of like, oh, I, okay, like yeah. Well, no, the other thing that was interesting to think about is like what they did with those movies, like the way they shot them, and like casting like these young kids at the start who are carried through the entire series. Like there yeah. isn't really anything that's comparable to it. Like yeah. When it comes to like adaptation, yeah, because they have to like basically just constantly be making them, because otherwise the kids are going to grow up too fast. Yeah, and so they basically they it's like they shot like I guess total it was eight movies. Yeah, so it's like they did nonstop production on like eight movies in a row. Oh my gosh, that like <laughs> I really wonder if they are like I didn't have a childhood. I was in front of a camera mm-hmm. for like all of my adolescence. Pretty much, so I don't yeah. know. I don't know what it's like to like live in the real world. I, I'm sure that adjustment was kind of crazy. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, I don't really. I don't really. I, speaking of celebrities that have kind of gone away, I don't really see them in a lot of things. Like uh, uh, Daniel Radcliffe is like, I don't know. He's he's a, he's on like a TV show, and he feels like he's just doing his own thing. Kind of feels like he's yes. like found his found his niche. He just kind of does weird whatever weird things he wants to. Yeah, and I don't then, think like any of them actually have to work again. <laughs> really? No, absolutely not. And th- they could go to any like. Alamo Draft House, like screening slash Q and A, make a make a couple thousand dollars and be on their like. I feel like that's what the Lord of the Rings cast does. Hmm. Yeah, they're just like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll I'll speak at this thing and talk for an hour and get paid a boatload of money. No, I think uh, what's his name who played Ron has disappeared just the most, fell off the map. You know, and it was funny too because because I've been rewatching them. I was watching like an interview of them like when they were like teenagers all three of the kids and he seems like really disengaged and maybe it was just that that one interview but like yeah. i kind of wonder if maybe like he checked out like earlier than everyone else and like also just didn't want to keep acting yeah because that, that's always like a fear like when you're casting kids it's like these they're gonna grow up and have different like interests and opinions like they might not want to keep doing this yeah it- <laughs> I do kind of respect him being like, like even early on being like, nah, this is all bullshit. Like yeah. this is like, this is just a movie. You definitely got that vibe from him, at least in this one interview. Or he's like, I'm not going to fake it. Like I got, I got to do a thousand of these interviews. I'm not going to like seem excited for all of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, to be a, to be a celebrity, it sounds great. Did you know when I was a kid, I wrote like me and my friends wrote them letters. You did? Yeah. Never got say? any response, but just like, like Please we're send such money? a fan. <laughs> send money. Help, I'm trapped in a bunker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, please, I, please use your wizard powers to free me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Nigerian prince who needs your wizard powers. <laughs> no, I don't know even where we sent them. We had found some, maybe it wasn't even a proper address, like, but we yeah. had found, like, me and my friends had found, like, a website or it was in like a magazine or something <laughs> of like write Harry Potter and like, or write like yeah. Daniel Radcliffe and Emma Watson and everyone. And like, we sent them letters. <laughs> like, do say, you remember anything that you said? No, I just remember doing it. I just remember writing them. What would you say to them now? What would I say to them now? 
Um, I'm sorry I sent you that creepy letter when I was a kid. <laughs> I was watching this interview with you and you looked very disengaged. Is that true? <laughs> yeah, I'd actually, you know, truthfully, which it would not, this would not be an appropriate question to ask, but one thing I would love to know is like, tell me all of like the drama from when you were making these movies. Yes. Like, because you were like teenagers. Like, what, did you like hook up with each other? Was there like, what was going on? <laughs> what's all the, what's all the drama? <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, that stuff will come out eventually. Maybe, maybe so. I mean, like the whole, the whole bomb that was dropped a couple of years ago about how uh, um, Harrison Ford and Carrie Fisher had like slept together mm-hmm. and like, like th- that had been a secret for a long time until like a couple years ago. It was like, yeah. I feel like that's just going to come out like as they approach their older, like their later years is yeah. someone's going to write a memoir and it's going to have a lot of that. It's going to be like these like juicy gossip mm-hmm. things. I will say like as a, on a positive note, the impression that I get for the most part was that like those kids were like well taken care of. Like, yeah, none of them seem to have like a lot of negative like things to say about the experience. Yeah, Daniel Radcliffe, I think in particular, like, is like the one that like does the most interviews. But like, he always talks about it like with a lot of fondness. So it doesn't seem like it was like a bad experience for the kids or anything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, (laughs) did you write? Did you write the Harry Potter cast? Like, (laughs) are you being taken care of? Blink twice (laughs) at the camera if you need me to come get you. (laughs) In the (laughs) next, yeah, in the next movie, please do this specific hand gesture at one point and I'll know that you're you're in trouble. <laughs> I'll Man, come I don't, save you. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever written a letter to a celebrity. Mm. I'm trying to think now. Cuz that that is a thing and definitely was more of a thing back in our child. Like yes. we, we we joked earlier about like, oh, if you found a celebrity's email, would you email right, them? Right, it's right, right. Like, it's like I do think there was more of like a like I guess fan mail is still a thing. Yeah, but like I think fan mail does get to the celebrity sometimes, right? Yeah, well, and from it's kind of disappointing, and and maybe we didn't have proper information. Like I don't remember where they were sent or if they were even sent. <laughs> like I said, yeah, yeah. Like I said, I just remember doing it, just yeah. writing it. But um, it is a little disappointing to think like, oh, it would have been nice if like even if it wasn't really like answered <laughs> by them, but like just some yeah. kind of like answering service that's like you know daniel received your letter and was very pleased you know like some like which is probably like whatever bullshit they send to like everybody who sends yeah. something and they may send like a headshot back with like a like thank you or something yeah because i've heard re- people say like that they've mailed celebrities like when they were kids and they got that kind of stuff back yeah i definitely did not do you have any celebrities uh signatures Yes, sort of. Well, it was okay. you and I together uh, got uh, some stuff signed by people from Comedy Bang Bang. Some oh, that's right. So yeah. that that's one. Yes, um, I I have that as well. I'm trying to think if I have any others, because that is also a thing. Is like like uh, like the the signature like autograph books and all that stuff. That's like mm-hmm. definitely a subculture as well. Yeah, I don't think i have any others maybe yeah. i'm trying to think i i have a quick story i i, I won't name the celebrity but what i well, re- gotta name the celebrity no 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 because i because i i don't want them to well i don't think they'll sure find they're this. gonna hear this well yeah it's so i i i remember where when i was working in la um two people came into our offices and they asked if this celebrity was in mm. Um, 
And I is Chris Pratt here? <laughs> um, <laughs> Somebody runs in like looking is, all haggard, like like Kramer <laughs> or something. Is Chris Pratt here? <laughs> Uh, I, and I remember there, like my boss instructing me, like, if anyone asks for him, you like phone me first. Mm. And so I phoned my boss. He came out and these people were like, Hey, is so-and-so in, we'd love to get an autograph. And he's like, oh. and he said, let me go check. And he brought their autograph books back to an office. Well, the, the, the twist on the story is the celebrity was not there and this person just signed it themselves and handed it back. To oh, them. really? Like, like went into a back room to meet, quote unquote, with this celebrity. Man, and I, just, I really want to know who it is. <laughs> and just signed the books and brought them back out. And they're like, oh, tell them thank you so much. And it's like, oh, I'll, I will. Like, don't worry about it. Wow. And uh, that is a good question, though. Like, how many people who have a celebrity's autograph uh, yes. don't realize that it's not genuine? Or, like, if you become someone's number two, do you have to, and could you at some point be instructed like, hey, you need to learn my signature? Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. I'm so sure that you can, so that you can. That's uh, probably like day one in training. <laughs> 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 All right, here's your computer. Here's my autograph and you're going to yeah. trace it a million times. Um, One thing I know about Daniel Radcliffe is like people, he, he always gets confused for Elijah Wood by people. Yes. Yes. Which I never really understood because I don't think they look that similar. I I am one of those people that like I totally get it. I can totally see it. I mean, I can kind of see it, but I just can't fathom like confusing them like on the street or something. Yeah. But um, I know that he's like signed things, like people have handed him things, like thinking he's Elijah Wood, like Lord of the Rings stuff oh, or something, and then he'll just fun. like sign it, like I am not Elijah Wood, Daniel Radcliffe <laughs> or something. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I like that. Um, gosh, I, I was, I was, uh, I was reading, so Call Me Maybe just celebrated like 10 years. <laughs> it's 10 year thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, I follow Carly Rae Jepsen on Twitter cause she's a delight. Famously, and, uh, in the, um, Minion soundtrack. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, I was, I was like, it's, <laughs> it's Call Me Maybe like in, oh man, I'm trying to think of a telephone movie and I, I cannot. <laughs> Phone you booth. Know, yeah, the only one I can think of is Phone Booth. I don't think there's an Alex- I don't think there's an Alexander Graham Bell movie. <laughs> let a alone slow, dark uh, <laughs> cover of Call Me Maybe playing. That <laughs> I mean, you know what? Now I kind of want it. Now I kind of want the uh, the dark Alexander Graham Bell. Like, uh, sorry, this is a complete side note. Isn't is he one of those people where it was like? There's there's controversy around like did he or didn't he invent the telephone mm. or like I mean it's possible you know, sounds like he invented like... the bell <laughs> to me and the graham cracker um, <laughs> wow what a track record <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> I mean I mean two the for rest two of it. his work like, <laughs> from graham crackers to bells he's really done it all um. No, it's it's like how people think. There's like the conspiracy that Shakespeare didn't really write anything. It was like he mm. collected other people's works and then sold it under his. Or it's like a it's like a, a pen name by mm-hmm. like a couple other people. I don't know. Anyways, um, no. So Carly Rae Jepsen was talking about when her song first came out and it was becoming a hit. She had this really wild fan experience where, or or not fan experience rather. She was she was waiting tables at the time that she was. Mm-hmm. Um, doing this album or uh, did call me maybe, 
and she was waiting a table and they were making fun of her not knowing that her waiter like not knowing that their waiter was Carly Rae Jepsen wow uh, but they were like making fun of her song being like it's so annoying it's in my head and they were like mocking her voice so when she uh, <laughs> this is like this is like a fantasy sequence yeah like what no, you would truly. imagine like and then I confronted them yeah no and then she kind of did like she but she, in a very like haha way like um she like went to their table and like kind of participated in the conversation like oh what are you guys talking about and they talked about this song and then she brought them their check uh they paid for it then she brought it back to them with her signature that said like call me maybe no like like <laughs> i like you were you were just waited on by carly ray jepson and like <laughs> Like I hope that I like person... that that's like like that's like you just got punked. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. You were just waited on by Carly Rae Jepsen. Yeah, yeah. And then they like look <laughs> up and she like waves and then poofs into a cloud of smoke. <laughs> like <laughs> I, it, it's what it it really does sound. I mean, I don't know how much of it is true, but what what I was going with that is like like kind of like Daniel Radcliffe like signing. Mm-hmm. something saying like i am not elijah wood like i hope those people who kind of get those signatures by by sheer coincidence or sheer like fact like keep those because that's such a great story to tell later mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah that's all that's all that's all i was going with that assuming they could even read what it says because i feel like yeah. half, half the signatures are just scribbles and you just have to say no it's it's it says you know robert de niro <laughs> <laughs> i swear that's like there are there are um I only know this from Pawn Stars, so you know it's not a not necessarily a credible source. But mm. there are like autograph experts. Hmm. There are like that people just who are study like, people's signatures. Yeah, they like the, I I forget what they're called, but they they like they basically, and I think I think they have it for if like a famous baseball player like signs one of his cards, they have someone mm. look at it to legitimize it, or like basically like say yeah, this was likely him. You can tell from the, the pressure and how he does his ease and mm-hmm. how he's, you know, like, um, do you, do you ever see like, um, like in an album or something like that you bought where there's a signature in it, but it's like printed in yes. the actual album and you have to do like a double take and be like, wait, did I actually just randomly find like <laughs> a, signed a signed copy? copy? Yeah. Like, I was at a uh, past friend or a past guest, uh, Wilson Scomel, <laughs> not past uh, friend. <laughs> did you guys break up? No. Oh, Past no. guest, uh, Wilson Skull's house, and he was showing me some records he picked up. And one was a Lionel Richie album. And in the gatefold, there's like a big signature of like Lionel Richie, like next to a picture of him. And yeah. I was like, that's printed, right? Like, that's not just. And we had to like look it up to double check just to make sure, like, yeah. oh, you didn't just find like a random signed Lionel Richie album. Man, that'd be insane to just like open a book or open something and be like, oh, this is a signature. Mm-hmm. of this very famous like that that would be insane yeah it'd be like discovering treasure yeah sort of related to that though he would one of the other albums he bought was um a uh, a vinyl copy of the soundtrack for the thing oh cool and he was taking the record out and it was a used copy and whoever had sold it to like the record store where he had bought it had included like a clipping of a newspaper from the 80s of a review of the movie. Oh, that's cool. From Colorado. So it was like a local paper. Like, just... And so that was like a great discovery. That's amazing. Just happened to be part of the purchase. Yeah. Man. That, I mean, I yeah, that's even like a that's even like a bonus. Just like, mm-hmm. oh, like, yeah. cool. Yeah. Just wasn't expecting to find it's this. It's exciting. Um, 
yeah, who was I talking about with this the other day? But like, just thinking about, oh, I was talking about like how like every couple of years or so, it's like someone someone will be looking in, uh, you know, their grandparents' attic and they'll find like a reel of film and it's this like missing piece of this film that's been lost mm-hmm. for like, you know, decades. Mm-hmm. Or, or like... They'll f- they'll find a complete copy of some book or something like that, like something something that was thought to be lost has been found. I'm just like right. that would be such a surreal moment. Like it like it'd be so cool to be like, oh my gosh, I have found like a missing key to of history. Yeah, yeah. In in like my grandparents' house, I found the secret ev- uh, video evidence that Bigfoot is real. <laughs> <laughs> I have found that they were actually mistreating the harry potter kids oh and, no uh, <laughs> just randomly i'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna show everybody wasn't there like a lost episode but, of like doctor who that somebody discovered at one point that they had like taped on yeah it only like aired once and like all the tapes were like lost and somebody happened to have a copy of it in their like storage or something i mean probably anything like like that that would be the other crazy thing is finding like oh what what's been taped or what like you know what's in an archive somewhere, mm-hmm. like what, like the fact that the uh, the Star Wars Christmas special still exists, yeah, because people taped it and it's been like passed around like drugs, right? Uh, what do you think? It's insane. In, so like, did your family or parents take a lot of like home movies? Yes, absolutely. And like out in like public and stuff too, like on like vacations um, or like anything like that. I yeah, I not. I don't think we ever really took the video camera on vacation because I think it was so ex- like video cameras were so expensive. Yeah, that I think that was definitely like a hey, we like have this at home. I think we did take it when we went to like see my grandparents in Iowa or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason but, I brought it up was like I was thinking like, what do you think would be like the craziest thing? Like <laughs> so, like imagine you were just like rewatching home videos, yeah. and like suddenly you see like in the background like. Whoa! There's George Clooney or something. <laughs> like, like, I'm trying to think of like like that kind of like discovery. Yeah, because I I think wasn't there like I remember reading a story one time about like a guy who like was watching like an old um, VHS uh, like tape from like home movies of like when he was at Disney World or something as a kid, uh-huh. and then like found out like his like then now wife was like there at the same time and they like saw them in the background or something holy cow like something like that like that would be crazy i think the craziest thing would be like a celebrity from now who wasn't famous then who wasn't famous then yeah it's like holy crap like i've actually thought about that a lot like different like people who would have been around and like i wonder if i ever like interacted with somebody who yeah I wonder if me and like Chris Pratt ever played baseball together. <laughs> and you know, he was just a guy back then. Like I, I knew him as Christopher back then, but you my know. uh one of my friends from high school was on a soccer team um growing up with Taylor Lautner. Oh, cool. <laughs> Cuz he was from West Michigan where I grew up. Uh I yeah. So, Shark Boy <laughs> himself. Did he did they like <laughs> does he have like a signed like i don't know like a yearbook from that year and like <laughs> no he, he has a fo- he has a photo of like their team yeah that's what i mean though is like you yeah i he should ma- he should send him fan mail and say can you sign this <laughs> <laughs> i mean hell what yeah. is what is what happened to that guy after after all the- that's a good point he and jennifer lawrence went off on an island together <laughs> <laughs>
So you never saw Tim Allen in Michigan? He was... <laughs> no. He wasn't... He wasn't just hanging out. He wasn't just barking on the streets, like, doing his, doing his little growl. <laughs> Isn't he from... Where is he from? Detroit? I think he's from Detroit, because I think that's yeah, where uh, so. Home Improvement takes place. Hmm. I don't know. Right. Yeah. These are the mysteries. Yeah, maybe I have a secret videotape of Tim Allen. <laughs> Everyone has a secret Tim Allen tape. <laughs> Uh, somewhere in there if he came out with a memoir would you read it no <laughs> okay and i think he probably has yeah he probably should by now i'm not really interested in very many memoirs it's not really a yeah. type of book i really read that much of who okay like who who do you think if someone put out like if david lynch put out a memoir would you read that oh and i have actually oh okay. <laughs> that's one that i have read. okay he has done that i actually i did not read it actually i listened to the book on tape did he read it Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, Which that's is why I listened to the book on tape. <laughs> I feel like that is the best way to have a memoir like read to you. Yeah, by the person. Yeah, that that was. Um, it was actually coming back from your wedding, Darren. Oh. James, James, and I road tripped back from your wedding, and we decided to to listen to the book on tape of Dan Lynch's <laughs> biography. Oh wow! What a what a what a rowdy car ride that was. It really was. It was wild times. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think I've ever read a, a memoir. It's also one of those things of, of like, kind of like an autobiography. It's like, this this is, you know, it's 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 a little self-indulgent. Like, there's a little mm-hmm. bit of that that goes with any memoir yeah. or autobiography. It's sort of like, it is your perspective about what you think is interesting or you think was important. And like, right. it would take a special celebrity for me to be like, yes, I find this to be interesting. Mm-hmm. Even if it's like a small thing about their childhood or something like that. Yeah. No, definitely. It's I would only be mostly exclusively interested in people who like oh, you think very differently and like would have a lot yes. of insight or like interesting things to say about like your career that I would like to know. Yeah. But just a random celebrity like the Chris Pratt memoir, I'm not <laughs> gonna if he doesn't call it Prattfall, I don't know what <laughs> I was just trying to think of a good title. Uh, like, I was gonna say like from like uh I was trying to think of a rhyme with parks because I was going to be like from parks to, oh, wait, no. Well, he was in Jurassic Park. So. Hmm, oh, wow. Let me think. <laughs> I was trying to think of like like some title that like illustrates his like trajectory from yeah. like comedian on a sitcom to like movie star. Well, it would be like from Pratt to Parks or something like that. From like Pratt to Parks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right, fine. How about uh, Pratt? Yeah, Jurassic Pratt. <laughs> Pratt and Rec. Pratt's all, folks. Yeah. Or that yeah, could work too. That's yeah. that's Pratt. <laughs> that's Pratt. <laughs> um. Yeah. It has all right. You just made me think. Is mm. is there a because there's Jurassic Park and Parks and Rec. Is there a Jurassic <laughs> Parks and Rec? Video oh, I'm out sure there, there is. Where yeah. they like interpose Andy Dwyer into Jurassic Park. Somebody did it. Yes. Yeah. We're not. The, we're. The moment we think we're clever is the moment it's like, yep, there are three other people that thought of that and they did it before you. So Also, that that's definitely a video that would have come out in like 2014. <laughs> and if you tried to make it now, people would be like, why are you making this now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. We're, we're, we're past our prime. We can't make these. We're you know, over the hill. Can't make these videos anymore. Yeah. Can't take now, our dumb, dumb ideas and make them into videos. Well, I feel like that's what like TikTok is for. Is like, hey, here's a stupid one-off joke. Like, mm-hmm. here you go. 
No, no, TikTok's for for ex- long expl- explanations while someone dances. Uh, it's for uh, it's for sea shanties and for other things like that. Mm-hmm. Remember that? It's for yeah, it's for sea shanties and solving murders and everything in between. Wait, so, wait, are you talking about the Zodiac Killer? <laughs> no, that wasn't solved by TikTok. I don't know. I thought I I don't know how it was because <laughs> there was At a whole Zodiac story. No, I was thinking of the other. Uh, case that's in the news that like uh, uh do you know what i'm talking about no i don't okay well it's not really that cheery of a topic so we don't have to okay go talk about it was the, it solved the, by tiktok no not yet it's about it, that guy <laughs> that, the guy that like murdered his girlfriend they were like a van van life couple or whatever do you know what i'm talking no. about no you don't know anything about this nothing nothing about this <laughs> are you asking me to explain it to you now i mean give me like the <laughs> spark notes a little well bit. so it was like a a very young couple who like were doing like a hashtag van life like journey on their okay. Instagram or whatever. Yeah. And she winds up dead and he's now missing and they're looking for him. Oh, man. And so like people are very invested in it though, because like it, it kind of has this um very modern uh yeah aspect to it of like where you can kind of see their social media and they're like, Oh, they look like so happy. And like, everything on social media was a yeah. lie like um it's like the, it's, a, it's like a very public like hey here's all the photos leading up to her murder yeah and, and then they're like, very invested there's like someone on tiktok who like claims that they like gave him a hitchhike ride and so like everyone on tiktok's like trying to like put it all together and solve the <laughs> mystery of like where tiktok's got their best men on it exactly it's like a real it's like a th- <laughs> <laughs> in, uh, the internet sleuths and now can like dog, t- dog the bounty hunter is looking for him oh my gosh anyway can i can i tell you one annoying thing on the internet that i just despise is when someone says like internet do your thing or like <laughs> you know it's or like like this happened like with the insurrection when there were like there were like yeah. pe- there was like internet, people do your thing no there was like <laughs> there was an like insurrection happened <laughs> <laughs> well the internet yes, did its thing that too um no, like there people like there were people from the insurrection that the FBI was still looking for. Mm-hmm. And so people like would go on Twitter and post their photo and then be like, Twitter, do your thing. It's yeah. like it's the like, FBI really... was like, Twitter help us do yeah, our yeah, job. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We <laughs> when when a case is too tough for the FBI to handle, we 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 only have to go to one place and that's Twitter. Mm-hmm. The top minds uh, at Twitter are on it. But yeah, it's like it's it's run like even like TikTok where it's sort of like TikTok, let's find this guy or like TikTok, let's do our thing. Like, yes, it's like shut up. <laughs> TikTok <all> assemble. <laughs> uh, uh, no, I did not know about that, but that's uh, it's kind of interesting. Um, yeah, I'm actually surprised you hadn't heard about it. I don't know. I'm I'm trying to stay away from the internet these days. Yeah, it's always doing its thing. It's always doing its, it's thing. Doing yeah, that thing it does. Yeah, I'm I'm still trying to look for the insurrectionists along with the other Twitter people. <laughs> Me, uh, you know, Dog the Bounty Hunter's involved with this? What a weirdo. Yeah, well, he's involved himself with it, I would say, uh, is the way I would phrase it. Isn't he like a Isn't he like a impound guy? Like he, all he does is like when people don't make their car payments, he like Well, or, or like if they like miss their court dates, like he doesn't have any authority to bring anyone in. I mean, he is a bounty hunter, so there's a bounty on this guy that's missing now. So I guess he's hunting. Oh, him. yeah, I guess he's so. like he's like a miss. He's wanted. He's wanted for murder. Yeah, he's on the run. Man, the people that decide to be a bounty hunter—that's just a—it just says a lot. Yeah, 
<laughs> I don't know if I I don't know if that's the life I want to live. Boba lead, Fett. But, uh Django Fett. Um, <laughs> Django Unchained. Django Unchained. <laughs> he was a bounty hunter. Or was he? No, he he wasn't a bounty hunter. I kind of wish Django Unchained was about Django Fett or like I wish I mean that seems to be another like video from 2014. For sure. Like, Someone, someone doing Django Fett in Django Unchained. So the top five bounty hunters though are Dog, <laughs> Django, Django, Boba, um, Samus. Samus from Metroid is a bounty hunter. She is. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I really? Yes. I thought I thought yep. she was just a person who crash landed on a planet and had to escape. No, she's a bounty what, hunter. What is she? What bounty is she hunt? Who's she? Who does she hunt? Like people wanted in the galaxy, I guess. Like the pterodactyl man. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Wanted. Pterodactyl man. <laughs> Dead or alive. What is his name? Ripley or Ridley? Ridley, yes. Named after Ridley uh, Scott. See, that's always confusing to me because there's Ripley from mm-hmm. Alien, which is a Ridley Scott movie. Right. And was that... Do you think he named her Ripley because his name is Ridley? <laughs> is that what you're saying? I have this vision of like he named Ripley originally Ridley and then someone looked at that and then, like, took two <laughs> fingers and just turned the D upside down and made it a P. Yeah, it was like it was like Justin Timberlake in the social network, yeah. but he's like, change it to a P. It's, it's cleaner. cleaner. <laughs> Ripley. Yeah. I thought she was named after Ripley's Believe It or Not. I mean... <laughs> do you remember that? Yes, I do. Um, did you ever go to one of those museums? No, I did not, because they scared me. I, really? I didn't want to see, like, the man... Because you, you, you believed it. Too much. I didn't want to see like the man with three arms or like the 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 <laughs> dude with it because I remember those I remember those books and like do you remember the Guinness Book of World Records books those like yeah. thick ones with all the photos I remember and it was like man with the most arms <laughs> <laughs> the winner this year for man with the most arms is no there was Doctor Octopus <laughs> there was like a there was like photos of like a guy who had like a tooth growing out of the top of his skull or like. Weird, mm. like weird, like medical, like a unicorn. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> a weird, creepy unicorn, but like weird, weird medical stuff like that just like freaked me out as a yeah. kid. Or like any like bodily <laughs> whatever. I just I don't know. This is why I'm not a doctor. Sure, traumatized by that's the only reason. Yeah. So otherwise, you would totally be a doctor. Yeah, yeah. I you know I decided not to be a doctor and be a bounty hunter instead. Mm. You know not- what if you were a bounty hunter doctor like? This guy needs surgery. Go find him and <laughs> perform it. That would, that might that would be like that would be like if they like ran out on their surgeries or something like that. <laughs> he was supposed to get a heart transplant. You had to hunt them. Yeah, down. yeah. yeah. <laughs> this man's heart is wanted. <laughs> the the hospital pays me. I guess you could call like the people who harvest harvest organs kind of like hospital bounty hunters. Hmm. That's pretty dark, though. I don't know. They're like harvesting harvesting organs for their own nefarious purposes. Yeah, man, the black market harvesters. That's a cool band name. Yeah. <laughs> no one take cool. it. No one listen to this. Black market harvesters. So, is it about break time? Yeah, let's go to a break. We'll come back and then uh yeah, we'll uh we'll we'll get over the hill finally. So, uh, can't wait. We'll be right back. <laughs> Oh, is that a is that a who let the dogs out? Is that the interlude? 
who led us back on do 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 so i remember uh when that so- when that song came out uh there was a car called the baja and i remember as a kid thinking Oh, they named it after the Baja man. <laughs> Did you also think that about Baja Blast? Yes, and I didn't realize from... like, oh, that's like a place. So <laughs> I'm, I, yeah, I don't know. I thought the, I thought their name was just like, like a written out version of laughter, <laughs> like Baja, an explosive <laughs> laughter written out. Baja, <laughs> the Baja men. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, that's gonna be stuck in my head now, though it really is. I'm I'm gonna be carrying that through my head the rest of the day. Uh, great. Well, yeah, we can go to do. Do we call it? Yeah, this is our traditional uh, go-to segment when we don't have a guest. Yeah, and we can be self-indulgent and just talk about uh, music that we like. Absolutely, basically. mostly music. It seems like that's generally the vibe. Yes. It is so choice. It, it is so choice. If you have the means, I highly recommend. I highly recommend picking one up. Let's do it. We're in the rec room now. You're free to explore. <laughs> try, uh, try anything you like. All right. Um, you can check out any time you like, but you can never leave. <laughs> what is that? That's it's a- Hotel California. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um. But anyways. Uh, I I will start with my recommendation, and I will I'm gonna recommend an album. Mm. Um, uh, I'm gonna like rec- a photo album. Gonna recommend uh, my my autograph book album <laughs> with legit signatures from real celebrities. No, nice. um, um, I have been enjoying this record immensely called uh, "Glow On" by a band called Turnstile. It is a rock album. Um. But it's it, rock music. It's rock and roll. It, uh, it's mm-hmm. it's the devil's music. Um, it's, it's some ancient evil rhythms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to open a pit in your house <laughs> and swallow you up with evil. Um, but it's a. It's kind of like I don't know. It's it's a. It has a weird blend of a lot of genres. Um, it's kind of mm-hmm. a catch-all. It has like, and it definitely has like punk rock and pop rock and just kind of like like anthemic rock uh mm-hmm. it's a lot of rock just you know yes. it's a it's a how many roles though um two it's only two roles to like the most the mostly rest of it is rock yes um but it's no it's it's just a it's a really good uh yeah, it's just a really good rock album i don't i i literally don't know how to put it anywhere because it's very hard mm-hmm. to describe it just it feels like they're doing like some like Latin inspired rhythms. Sometimes it feels like they're doing some like underwater video game level inspired music. Sometimes <laughs> like, uh, yeah, seems like they're doing like, you know, kind of like beer party rock stuff mm-hmm. here and there. And it, it just kind of is this great catch all of all these different styles, but it works very well. And like the band like stitches them together very well. Um, yeah. And it's just kind of a fun, like, like, one of those one of those albums when you throw it on you're like yeah i feel good like i feel empowered and uh yes yeah just i li- i have listened to it and i like listening to it while i run yeah. yeah 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 it's like a good exercise album yes it's 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 good for like yeah good for like lifting and crushing beers and uh <laughs> sometimes at the same time sometimes at the same time if the gym lifting allows. beers to your mouth what if like 24 hour fitness was like all right <laughs> we're opening it up <laughs> we're going to put a keg in here <laughs> 
I mean, seems safe. Well, when you, I mean, when you do exercise uh, a lot, you like beer is a really good thing to have because it just gives you a lot of carbs right away. <laughs> I don't think that's true. No, that's true. Like after marathons and stuff, like sometimes you have beer because it's mm. it's just it's it's all these I thought, calories and I thought all beers these, like, were, carbs. beer was like empty calories. Like I mean, in the sense you, that like it are calories, but like if you're looking for like energy. I don't know. I'm not a runner, but I I know that having having a wife that runs and going to a couple uh uh marathons with her like and then they have once beers it's done, after it's done. Yeah, some huh. some marathons are like <laughs> like sponsored by breweries because they have beer at the end to get a bunch of like just to replenish all of these lost calories that you've uh that you've lost over the, the course of like, like imagining hours. like somebody like running across the finish line and then they're handed like a beer that they immediately like shotgun oh <laughs> no i don't think it's like no no it's not like it's that. part of the it's part of the marathon your race isn't officially done until this beer is gone <laughs> uh that would just be, <laughs> you're like trying to catch your breath and you're like oh yeah, i gotta yeah. drink this beer otherwise <laughs> i'm gonna get a bad time uh-huh. um yeah, I know, but the but the album is good for uh just I don't know, just feeling like the good rock vibes, mm-hmm. I guess. That's that's all I can really say. Yeah. That's cool. Um I'm trying to think of my favorite song on there. There's there's so, I mean that first track, uh Mystery is awesome. Mm-hmm. It just is it just I don't know, it's the opening track it just kind of launches you into what this album's going to be like and it's just is very anthemic and very uplifting and you just want to take on the world. Yeah. So. So we're going to play a clip of it now then. Yeah, if, 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 if you please. So now, since Darren gave you a recommendation that uh, is makes you happy and excited <laughs> and thrilled, I'll give you a recommendation that uh, just is like staring into like TV static and and crying. Mm. <laughs> Very on point for both of us today. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, it's by a band called Low, um, mm. which is a band that I've loved for a very long time. Um, they've been around for a very long time, longer than I've even been aware of them. Um, probably almost like 25 years or something at this point. Yeah. Cause they've been around since the nineties. Um, and, uh, they are still making really interesting and unique albums and music. Um, they started out like just kind of as a, I guess the technical genre movement that they were a part of is called Slowcore, which is just like very <laughs> slow indie music with like, harmonies and stuff they're they're kind of like one of the quintessential slowcore bands i guess so like yeah um uh but i would just kind of like 
lullaby-esque, like kind of dreamy, like it's a, it's a husband and wife actually that have worked together for their entire uh, time uh, as a band. Um, and they yeah. harmonize with really well together and like just make kind of like very nice, sweet, sweet music. That's, that's pretty yeah. like, I guess kind of like sad and lullaby-ish, but like, that's kind of how I would describe it. Um, it's almost like, it's almost like a, like a, like a folk it, yeah, it's it's it's, it's like folk that, combined sure. with like, yeah, it's like combined with another genre and it's it's wild, but it works great. Yeah, so that's like their classic sound, but their last few records have been like experimenting a lot with like just a lot of like guitar noise and like glitch uh, effects and like different electronic elements, and it's sort of like revitalized them in my mind. Like they've always been very consistent, but just to have them like doing this kind of like really bold and unique. Uh, style of of stuff uh, this far into their career uh, is really cool. Like I would never have anticipated that they would be making music like this now. Um, yeah. So they put out an album a couple years ago that was sort of like the first foray into that sound, um, and then they put out a new one this uh, this year called Hey What. And um, what what uh, hey and what I'll say about like the style is sort of like intertwined with like the, the feeling or the mood of the music, which is sort of, it seems to me like reflecting like the disintegration of like (laughs) life (laughs) or like, Mm. like thing, things feeling like kind of chaotic and like, especially like the last past, the past year. Um, And uh, I think the song that I'll play um, is a great representation of it. Um, of that of those themes and then also the like sound um is a song called days like these which is it's a very like the the melody of it kind of reminds me almost of like a hymn or something but but Mm. um it's the production is just very distorted and dramatic and like intense um and it's just a really cool combination because they're like harmonies sound really beautiful but then like you have these like huge fuzzy like guitars like blowing out your speakers basically um it's just a really really cool sound um that i can't get enough of and it and it is uh (laughs) i feel like the things that they're expressing are like cathartic and i relate to so yeah yeah so let's hear some of that now cover your ears it's a loud one (laughs) when you think you've seen everything I were living in days like these Say you only take what you bring Maybe that's just the way they speak Know that I would do anything Is it something that I can't see? That's why we're living in days like these again It is 
hits and like fuck the acoustic guitars we're (laughs) (laughs) it's time for noise yeah it's just time for i mean you know it's 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 the end of summer it's uh you can still be anthemic Mm -hmm. still 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 rock out still uh well i don't know if you can rock out to low necessarily yeah you can you can you can feel the buzzing energy of their electric electronic sounds so yeah that's a feeling um yeah so are we uh just kind of leave it there or yeah i think yeah. yeah we could just leave it two wreck two wrecks right off the bat mm-hmm. um two wrecks oh, cool. i prefer t-rex <laughs> uh only if uh chris pratt is training him training <laughs> that's what he did in that movie right oh my gosh he trained a t-rex to those, dance those movies are bad mm-hmm <laughs> <laughs> that's all yeah this is like an anti-recommendation yeah, yeah, yeah just yeah. watch the original jurassic park it's very good it's so good you don't need to see chris pratt doing it yeah watch sam neil i want sam neil to be mario <laughs> <laughs> uh it, it's mario sam neil is mario laura dern is princess peach jeff goldblum could be luigi this is all working out great you know sam neil is in that uh that peaky blinders show Okay, and he's very good because he's like like he's from New Zealand, and mm, he's pl- right. and he's playing an Irishman, and he's mm. so good at it. Like he's, are you saying because their accents are very close? No, I'm saying like his accent is incredibly convincing, even though he probably had to work very hard at it. And I just kind of was mm. like, Sam Neill is a good actor, and I don't All see right, him. In so enough how things. is his Italian accent? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I bet he would have... It's-a me, a Sam Neill. It's-a me, Sam Neill. <laughs> Sam Neill. Uh, I mean, you know what? Sam Neill is my Mario. That I'm just I'm just throwing <laughs> that out there. Uh, you know what would be really sad? This is... We don't need to dwell too long on the Mario business, but I'm just thinking if they... If Chris Pratt as Mario becomes, like, cemented, if, oh like, no! They start like using him in the video games. Oh, Oof. that's bleak. Yeah, I don't want to think about that. It's like a it's like a coup on the guy that vo- voices Mario. I hope they do. Here I hope go. they redesign him so he looks more like Chris Pratt too. I hope Chris Pratt redesigns himself to be more like Mario. <laughs> he has to grow a big he grows mustache, a mustache. Yeah. Starts wearing overalls, red hat. <laughs> that's all. Yeah, you know, I, I think he probably wears a certain red hat. Oh, <laughs> shots fired. Yeah, speaking of other disappointing things. Anyways, um, well, I think that's the end of this episode. Uh, Kyle, anything to throw out to the world? Um, I'll throw out um, 
some good vibes. It's spooky season. It's Halloween season. It's good times right now. Yeah. Uh, this is, go watch oh, some man. horror movies, maybe. Yeah. Uh, we're, uh, Kyle and I were talking about Army of Darkness earlier. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a funny, scary movie. Yes, so. Evil Dead 2 is my favorite. Yes, also great. I recommend that. Go watch Evil yeah. Dead 2 for Halloween. Hmm. I I mean I've recommended this in the past, but Over the Garden Wall is like my yearly mm. spooky season watch. So have you watched it uh, yet this year? Haven't yet. I'm waiting for a cold, like dreary autumn day here mm. in Texas, and hopefully it comes soon because that's typically when I'm like, yes, I'm gonna put on some pants and a scarf and eat apple <laughs> pie. Put on some pants and watch. Before that, you watch, were not wearing pants. <laughs> well, uh, it's still like still like 80s, oh, 90s. I here. see. I see. Still hot. So, anyways, mm-hmm. I can't believe we haven't talked about spooky season. But I know, you know what? yeah. We'll maybe to... we'll, if we get another episode in yet before this spooky yeah. season's over, maybe we can do a spooky game. We'll try to push for that. But, uh, anyways, uh, folks out there, uh, enjoy your spooky season. Um, you know what? If you're feeling really spooky, uh, you can, uh, Continue listening to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. And That's a very scary thing to do. It is scary. It's scary to venture into these internet sites and see what's up. Um, hey, and if you're nice, <laughs> <laughs> you can rate us on, uh, you can rate our podcast wherever you find yeah. it. And uh, I heard you're nice. Can you prove it? Yeah. I uh, Prove it to me. Twitter, do your thing. <laughs> internet do your thing that's what we should yeah yeah please rate us internet do your thing (laughs) help us find these ratings um but anyways uh yeah i think that's uh i think that's all from us um Mm -hmm. so kyle thank you again for doing this breaking up breaking off a breaking off another 10 episodes yeah and uh we're over the hill so folks uh stick with us as we uh eventually die slowly coast down the hill (laughs) (laughs) all right from all of us here at scratch track we'll see you later